guys, and welcome back to Nicoa Radio. I'm your host, Jen, or as many of you know me as Miss Jen Lifts, and today we are here to talk about part two of our toxic relationship series, and today's topic will be on toxic friendships. If you haven't had a chance, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're enjoying my content, as well as if you haven't heard the first part of the series, I would highly recommend it. Uh, It is from last week, and it was on toxic romantic relationships, situationships, and marriages. So today we're going to dive into friendships, so uh, let's get started on this topic. So toxic friendships, I think, are just as common, I would say, as toxic relationships, if not more common, in my opinion, just because so many of us have had these types of relationships uh, with others, whether it be, you know, when we were younger, in high school, and some people never outgrow them, and they grow into college age, adulthood, even, you know, as old as in 70s, 80s, 90s, you name the age, it's, it, it happens at all ages. And just as I would say with toxic relationships, romantic relationships, I think that there's a huge carryover as in if a person is exhibiting toxic behavior in a not only a romantic relationship or a friendship, but I think it could be also vice versa, meaning more than likely if it's happening in one situation, it is going to be happening in the other. And I've heard the advice from many people before that when you're dating someone or finding a partner to date uh, or significant other, see how they interact with their friends and how they treat their friends because more than likely that it's going to be how they treat you. And so just the same here, if you see that, you know, in a friendship, someone is acting and behaving in toxic behaviors and engaging in them, I should say, they're more than likely probably doing it in the romantic relationship. So, uh, just that little nugget of knowledge, um, some food for thought. But <clears throat> so, why do to- why do people act toxic in friendships? Because in relationships, a lot of times, specifically romantic ones, you're being triggered by you know wounds that you might have had at childhood or certain things that you know you have not healed from. And I think that does happen in actual relationships as well, for in a friendship as well, I should say. But there are other things and reasons why people engage in toxic behavior when it comes to friendships. A few reasons that I have found um, just from observing and studying. I did minor in psychology, so I got to, you know, understand the brain a little bit more. But I have noticed one major reason for people acting in toxic behaviors is, yes, unhealed trauma, that's a very evident one, but also jealousy is a huge, huge one. And it's very, very prevalent. I would say more so in friendships than relationships, romantic relationships, simply because when someone is seeing another person doing well or getting something that they may want, if there are parts of them that are unhealed and they, or maybe not matured, it's probably another good way of saying it, they are going to act jealous and 
take it out or lash out on the other person if they're not a healed whole individual. And I would say that's a very common thing. You would think that this stops at, you know, elementary school, high school, college, but no, you would be surprised at some grown adults who are acting completely ridiculous because they are simply jealous and projecting their insecurities or their lack of drive or, pardon me, uh, lack of accomplishment on someone else. And rather than being happy for someone, they are acting in spite and in turn, they're being toxic. And like I said, this is a very common thing for a lot of people. I see it in a lot of friendships. And it may not be, you know, black and white, clear as day. You can tell it's very evident. Sometimes people are pretty sneaky about it and you don't realize that they're projecting. But, you know, example, someone gets a better job than, you know, their friend or, you know, someone else is dating someone and, you know, maybe they're not dating someone and they're jealous of that. Or, you know, they were accomplished something in the gym that, you know, their friend was able to do, but they were not. And people act all different types of ways because of out of jealousy. Um, even self-sabotage, not self-sabotage, but like sabotaging the relationship just kind of to spite the other person. And it's very common in a lot, a lot of friendships from, from everything I've seen. And as I said in the last podcast, toxic can look different to different people. Different people define toxic friendships in different ways. So the way I was saying was, you know, toxic a toxic friend would be, you know, being jealous. Uh, another toxic friend could, you know, not respect your boundaries and be very controlling and possessive. Um, another toxic friend, you know, may find it funny to pick on you and not in the way of a good friendship, right? Like that's being funny and making jokes at each other is one thing, but you can tell there's a very, very evident difference between that and actually like tearing someone down. Um, Some other people may find that toxic relationships are when people are, you know, all they do is talk about themselves and they're very draining. They, They take, 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 and they don't give. That is also another sign of a toxic relationship. And I do in that regard, understand that, that there are seasons for that and there's a time and a place for that, but there are some one-sided friendships and those in turn are toxic. Uh, another way that relation or friendships, I should say, uh, can end up being toxic is when you guys get into disagreements because everything is your fault. So what I mean by that is if There is no type of discussion on, you know, okay, this one wrong. Yes, maybe there's some things that are like, okay, this is blatantly your fault or something like that. But if it's constantly that you guys are fighting and everything is your fault and the other person is never at fault, then either A, you need to self-reflect or B, you need to self-reflect on getting maybe another friend because they are putting everything on you and putting the blame on you. Um, And then another way of a toxic friendship, in my opinion, is when they guilt trip you for either saying no or for doing something a certain way that you want to do it. So I've had relationships like that, or I should say friendships and relationships, but friendships like that, 
where the other person would be upset at me saying no and me being a people pleaser you know didn't want to say no so sometimes I would end up saying yes because I knew that they would guilt trip me for saying no um, and in that regard also a toxic friend is someone who does not respect your boundaries we've talked a lot about boundaries on this show boundaries are important not only in relationships like romantic relationships but also in friendships and as I spoke about earlier I am a firm believer that friendships are a good trial run for romantic relationships. Now, hear me out. I'm not talking sexually. I'm not talking romantically. I'm talking about how you interact and how you communicate. I think that if you have solid friendships in your life and you are able to have healthy talks and communication about any issues that arise and instead of having arguments, you are having disagreements that you end up hashing out maybe agreeing to disagree, I think that is setting the tone of a lot of different relationships in your life, whether it be professional relationships, romantic relationships, but I would say specifically for romantic relationships. Um, I think that friendships are a good trial run for that. And as I have learned as well, I think many of us have learned if you are in a relationship romantically where your significant other is not treating you to the same level of what your friendships are, if not better, you probably need to find someone new. But that is also the flip. So if you are having a romantic relationship and they're treating you vastly different than your friendships, meaning the friendships, the quality of the friendships are way low, relationship is high, then you need to reevaluate your friends. And I also have said this before as well, you are a reflection of the, I would say, about top five to eight people that you surround yourself with on a daily basis or a weekly basis or frequently. So if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of toxic people who are displaying a lot of these traits that I said before, chances are that, you know, to some extent, you are either absorbing some of this toxic behavior or possibly even projecting it in your own other friendships as well. Now, I've talked a lot about the other person and being in a toxic friendship. Toxic friendships can also bring the toxic out of us as well. And that is something important to remember because I think a lot of us think, oh, I, you know, I have a toxic friendship that I'm in. And X, Y, and Z, and yes, I think it's most certainly important to evaluate that part of it, but I also think it's important to evaluate how is this relationship helping me as a person or making me grow as a person? Because A, if they are causing you to be toxic, meaning they are bringing, bringing the toxic out of you, that is not a positive thing. If anything, that's a negative and that is taking away from your growth. But it also could stunt your growth as a person as well because nine times out of ten a lot of these people who are toxic and display these toxic traits are not necessarily trying to better themselves. I'm not saying they aren't, but a lot of them are not generally focused on that. They're more focused on themselves and what's good for them in the moment and they don't typically have the maturity to self-reflect and, you know, try to grow from situations. So... 
take that with uh, however it is meant to be taken from you um, and, you know, digest it and maybe use that as food for thought. Now, I'm going to talk about my experience with maybe some of my toxic friendships that I've had personally, and some of the stuff may not have been listed, so it will be extra. But I will also list how I became a toxic friend as well, because I don't care who you are unless you are Jesus Christ himself. Everyone has been toxic in some way, shape, or form, or capacity in their life. So if you are the person who's like, I've never been toxic, don't lie to anyone, don't lie to yourself, do some more self-reflecting because, honey, you have been toxic, <laughs> as we all have. So, I have been in friendships where the balance of how frequently they wanted me to be hanging out with them was not, to my, for me, my level of comfort. Or how possessive or controlling they were. So, for example, I have had friends who did not want me to be friends with other people. They made it kind of a, into a joke and, you know, jokingly is fine. Like, I make that joke too, but I don't actually mean it. But I've had friends who have made that joke and they actually mean it. Like, they're like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm your only friend and oh, that's your acquaintance. And, I mean, the first few times it's funny and then it's like, okay, like, do you actually mean this? And they did. Um, and they want all of your time. And if they don't have friends themselves either, or they have a very few, like, number of friends, that's also another sign of someone who, you know, there's something else going on. Um, I've had friends who don't want me to be honest with them, meaning they just want me to tell them what they want to hear. And I, as I've gotten older, I realize I am not that type of friend. And I'm not the type of friend to break someone down when they're already down by any means or anything like that. But I'm also not going to just sit by and not say something if you're doing something like actually stupid that I know you know better. I will say something because that is the type of friend that I am. I am a firm believer that people have different views on things, different opinions on things, and different morals and everything like that, and that is fine. You are allowed to be different in that regard. But I'm also not going to be the type of friend to let you sit by and either waste your life or let you be in a, you know, maybe potentially abusive relationship and not say something or allow you to continue to do the same pattern over and over without saying something. That's just... That's that's not the type of person that I am. And I've been in friendships like that, and they very quickly ended when I realized I was like, this is not going to work. Because I'm you are not taking me for who I am. You're wanting me to be a certain version of myself for you, and that's not my authentic self. So I would say a positive thing would be someone who is allowing you to be your authentic self and who lets you be the person that you are, but also pushes you to be better. Um, I think I'm going to do probably a podcast on like red flags and friendships and, in you know, maybe relationships and stuff like that, because I think that that would be a good one. But, um, and ways that I could have been better. I used to have the mindset that if something was wrong in my head, then it must be wrong. And general like it's fact and some of that was a very selfish mindset very immature mindset uh which i think everyone has had at some point in their life 
But I also think some of it stemmed from some of the ways I grew up in. Um, I was very Christian growing up. I'm still Christian, but some of my viewpoints have changed and I don't necessarily agree with everything that I was raised uh, with. And just because some of the denominations that I was raised in, I don't necessarily align with. I align more with non-denominational. But regardless of all of that, uh, I it wasn't a correct mindset to have. And I am of the thought process that people are going to make whatever decisions they're going to make for whatever reason that they are. And at the end of the day, that's not mine to judge. That is God's to judge if he's going to judge it at all. But what I mean by judge is not a bad thing, but meaning that's between them and God. Anything that someone else does is between them and God. So, yes, I can give my two cents and I can have my opinions and everything like that. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But I also have to remember that I am coming from my own bias standpoint, from my mindset. And sometimes I have to look outside of my mindset in order to see someone else's perspective. And I'm not talking about anything morally wrong or blatantly wrong. I'm talking about different people do different things for different reasons. And sometimes I may not understand them and that is okay. What I can do is try to understand them, try to hear them out and maybe see where they're coming from. And sometimes whether their decisions are right or wrong, they're stemming from a place of either, you know, healing or being broken or maybe it's actual logic and it makes sense and it may not make sense to me and maybe in a year from now it'll make sense to me. So I softened a lot of my, I was, I, I'm still a very vocal friend, but I tried to observe before speaking because I used to not, I wouldn't say just speak, just to speak, but like, I would put my opinion and my perspective in with advice giving, given to other people. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think because I have matured in my mindset and how I am it has changed a lot of the ways that I interact with my friends and how I give advice to friends. I don't know if that makes sense or not. One thing I have realized that I do, and, and I've grown a lot from it, still something I work on, but is um, try to like decode people's emotions. And some of that is a trauma response. But trying to ask someone if they're okay and if they say yeah I'm fine I'm okay even though I can tell their mood is off I would it would bother me because I'm very empathic and I can tell when someone is off or something is off so I'd be like you know no like what's what's going on and try to figure out what was wrong with them and while some people would be not honest and there would be something wrong as I've gotten older, I've realized it was wrong of me to try to piece together and figure out people's emotions when I should just believe them when they're saying, hey, I'm fine. And the people who say they're fine and they're not, that is on them for not being honest with me. That was something I had to work on and I still have to work on sometimes as a grown adult. Just because, again, it's that is part of me and my issues that I am projecting into the relationship or the friendship that I need to work on. 
and it's not per se super toxic, but it is, it's not a positive trait, and it's something that if you are intentional with, you can fix and work on, but that is part of being a good friend, is working on your own traumas to not project on others. Another thing I remembered uh, that I've had happen to me is I've had friends who were upset with me. And this is more of a woman thing, I will say, and I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but like it is more primarily a female thing. And I would ask them, hey, are you upset at me? Did I do something wrong? Even though there was, it was very evident that something was wrong. They'd be like, no, nothing is wrong. And then for weeks or months, yes, months, they acted a certain way towards me and they acted distant or like they didn't talk to me almost ghosted me and then later they're like yeah I was upset with you I just didn't know how to handle it and that is not okay that's toxic behavior but I think a lot of women do that and I'm not saying men don't do it but mostly women because they want you to figure out what's wrong with them they want you to piece it together and like that is not okay (laughs) ladies please stop doing this to your man to your woman to your friend your family member to stop. Like, if you are upset about something, be a healthy, grown adult and communicate what is upsetting you to them so they can work on it and fix it. Generally, when people are asking what is wrong, it's because they want to make sure that they fix it or they want to make sure you're okay, which means they care. So don't try to make it worse by making them dig, dig, dig. If they're asking you blatantly, tell them. Or if they're not asking you and they're not getting it, either remove yourself from the situation completely or do share it with them if you do value your friendship with them. Don't make them, you know, don't give them silent treatment or ghost them, none of that stuff. It's it's not productive at all. And that is toxic. So how do you handle a toxic friend or if you are being toxic, how do you how do you do that? Your toxic friend, as I've said in the relationship podcast, there's a one of a few things you can do. One, you sit them down and you have a conversation with them and say, hey, X, Y, and Z are hurting my feelings or you are doing these things and they are not productive. And I am in a place in my life where I am trying to surround myself with positivity, people who are, you know, trying to better themselves and also want me to want the best for them as well. And these are some things that I have noticed that interfere with our relationship or said growth. And when having this conversation, I would also make sure you preface with, I am opening the floor to having a conversation also about things that I could do better as well as a friend. Because that way you're not putting the blame entirely on them even if it feels like it's primarily on them, there may be things that you are doing and not realizing that are toxic or that are upsetting to them that maybe that allows them to openly communicate to you as well. So I think the first step would be having this conversation with a friend and saying, hey, I really value our friendship. I want us to grow together as friends. And I think that this will make our friendship stronger if we're able to properly communicate our feelings to each other. Because I've seen so many friends who are like so fake to each other and I I don't understand it. Like they, to their face are you know, like, oh my god, you're my best friend. And then behind their back, they're talking behind their back and 
all of this stuff and I just I can't I don't understand it if you're such good friends with them why would you want to talk bad about them so having the conversation I think is the first step if you are wanting to preserve the friendship and grow with them another solution to this would be just ending the friendship if you don't find there to be value you know both ways mutually beneficial then end the friendship and I would probably have a conversation with them first to try to mend it but if you believe it is beyond mending I would say maybe part ways with them do have a conversation but it may be best to just kind of end it where it is and that way the source of toxicity is cut off and you are not necessarily going to continue in this cycle of toxicity you're able to get out of it because the friendship has ended the last solution I have and it's not the best one but is if you're not willing to have a conversation with them and you're not willing to walk away then don't complain about it because I know plenty of people who have toxic friendships toxic relationships that they're dealing with on a daily weekly monthly basis that they refuse to do anything about they just want to complain about it and my biggest issue my biggest gripe with that is if you are not willing to do anything about your problems and you are just like oh I can't do anything you're basically saying you're a tree and you're you're not capable of moving and changing and doing better you know and that's ridiculous because we're human beings God made us and gave us the ability to communicate and it's such a beautiful thing that many people just forget or even just ignore that we are able to do. And I'm very, very much aware that confrontation is not a fun thing to do. It's no one likes confrontation. Most people don't like confrontation, I would say. But also, it's not productive to keep complaining about a situation that you know is a problem when you're not willing to do anything about it and you're just going to complain about it like it's it's a waste of time and space and energy that i think that would be better off put into so many other different things so my advice to you would be one of those few things and see where it takes you and also not only that make sure you are identifying how you are being a toxic friend as well and the role that you are playing in that form of suffering because in any situation there is room for a improvement but also self-reflection so I highly recommend the first step that you take before any of this is also self-reflecting and seeing where maybe you are in the wrong and how you could be better but also how maybe things in your life and your traumas and your past may be being projected into the friendship and as I said before, be willing to have these conversations with people, properly communicate and clearly communicate your thoughts and your feelings and what direction you are interested in the relationship going, or friendship I should say, going. And with all of those things, you should be better off when it comes to eliminating or at least maybe minimizing the amount of toxic relationships in your life or friendships in your life in this case. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please stay tuned for the next one. The next topic we will be covering is toxic family members and the relationships that you have with them and how to better navigate that. Hopefully this was helpful.
I will see you guys in part three and in the next episode. Bye.